Welcome to Wise and Wine, a play on the phrase, rise and shine. Now look here, folks. I've had five jobs in the last two years, and that shit just ain't normal. Or is it? No, no, it's not. So I'm turning to diverse people who inspire me both professionally and personally with careers that didn't exactly start at point A and end at point B. We'll explore how their families, their cultures, and their communities impacted their career decisions, as well as the exact moment they decided to pursue their passions, even if that passion wasn't a direct path to a pension or a 401k. Hopefully, I'll come away knowing how they became the badass, the confident, the strategic people that I admire. And if I don't come out of this project a little wiser, well, at least I'll enjoy the boozy wine ride. Scuba Steve and I just got back from an eight-day vacation in Costa Rica, and I call it vacation, but it was really more of a site visit in anticipation for our international move next year. Um, I will get into the details of that in a separate podcast, one of our wise and wine travel probably solo episodes because i still can't convince him to come on um but the entire time i was there you know there was a little nagging voice in the back of my head every time i had to put on a bathing suit and i was just like you know i've got little jiggly bits and flaws and then i remember that i did this whole podcast with Alyssa mcdonald the second who has launched this campaign on social media called I Wear My Scars and My Flaws Like Diamond. And I really should have listened to it before I went because she's just, I I needed her voice in my head. She talked about how she grew up and she was burned over a good portion of her body. And because she was burned as a relatively young kid, that it wasn't weird to her. Like her scars were just a part of her. And she talks about going to school and having that experience of other people reacting to her very differently because her family had made it very normal. And so she started this campaign and it's all about confidence and really not dwelling on your flaws and in her case, her scars, but really making them be the things that you accentuate about yourself and the things that you love about yourself. And so when I reached out to her and was looking at her Instagram page and things like that, and realized she wanted to be a motivational speaker, I was like, oh, yes, I have to have her on. And so we did record before my vacation. I did mean to post it before I left. But um, it was so funny. I, I was really expecting, I don't know what I was expecting. I do know what I was expecting. You know, you, you see somebody that's gone through a lot of difficult things and you, I expect them to be these very kind of you know, Oprah-esque people who have these things to say that are going to be so life-changing. And (laughs) she is that way. She does have a life-changing perspective on the world. It's just more of a candid, life-changing perspective. So 
to me, I was ready and I was prepared to have this very like organized and, you know, Diane Sawyer hard hitting interview with her. And that wasn't the case. It was really like talking to an old friend. We meandered all over the place in terms of her experience now as an adult and what she experiences online and how she feels about marijuana and all this stuff. And so it's this great, fun, meandering interview that I super loved. And even when I listened to it again today, she just made me smile and I liked her a lot. I just, you know, want to break that idea of this is not Tony Robbins and she is not your guru, but she's that friend or that aunt who you need to give it to you straight and tell it to you like it is. So please enjoy my interview with Alyssa McDonald the second. Alyssa, welcome to Wise and Wine. Hi, it's Hi. great to be here. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you. So um, my podcast has zero listenership, but of course I was out on Instagram looking around and thought, she has an interesting story. I want to hear all about it. So can you tell me about your career path? So you're from <laughs> Illinois, you're raised in Ohio, and now you're so that definitely has to have had some influence on your career path. So, so tell me a little bit about what you've been doing. Well, currently I work in healthcare. Um, it's a very lucrative business right now in this in, in this um, time in the world. So, right. uh, and I I naturally like to help people. So. Um, mm-hmm. I'm comfortable in the field, but my dream job is to be a motivational speaker. Ooh, um, okay. Yes, that's my dream job. Or I would like to be an inspirational speaker. I don't want to motivate you. I want to inspire you to do something. And I just feel like that sticks better. I feel like motivation is, it's fickle. It's temporary. You know, you can feel motivated mm-hmm. one day and not motivated the next. But if you're inspired by something, it really sticks with you. And that's what I, that's what is my goal is to inspire people. Okay. So I like that you made that distinction between inspirational speaker and motivational speaker. I think that's something I hadn't really thought about that clearly. Where do you see yourself fitting into the motivational speaking landscape? Like what's your kind of dream setting? Who's your dream audience? What, what is it that you would love to do in your future? Um, now my dream audience, I actually have no clue. I, my dream audience is whoever, whoever's touched by the message. You know, I don't mm. want to limit, I don't want to limit myself to say, you know, I'm, I'm only going to speak to these people or these people, whoever is touched by the message is my dream audience. I don't care if I just, you know, inspire one person. That's my dream audience right there. Wow. So you launched the I Wear My Flaws Like Diamond campaign to encourage people to live confidently, no matter what they look like. And so we're living in a society where Khloe Kardashian feels like she needed to apologize for a very normal picture of her um, that, that somebody else released on social media. So how do you think you can cut through this dysmorphic opinions everybody seems to have about themselves? Um. 
how now how I navigate this world and excuse my mm-hmm. French is that I don't <laughs> give a fuck <laughs> about perfect. What you- and i feel like that is that that is my catalyst i just do not care if you're not a part of my core circle and even their opinions you know are Mm -hmm. you know i can take or leave their opinions also because at the end of the day it's about me you know i live this journey i have to go through this journey so it's really about me. I honestly do not care about how you feel about me. That is a personal problem with you. How you <laughs> feel about me is personal with you. Has nothing to do with right. me. <laughs> right. So it's just best to not care. Like I try to tell people just like you have to get you have to get over it. Whatever it is that you feel like is holding you down, holding you back, you, you have to get over it. Because if you can't carry it with you, it's heavy. It's really, really heavy. So you got to get over and you got to let it go. And for anybody that's not you and your story, can you tell um, my four listeners about the idea of I wear my flaws like diamonds came from? Oh, yeah, of course. Well, I was severely burned at the age of two years old. Um, I'm burned about 65% of my body. Uh, face is the main. Um, so face, shoulder, back, um, some of my leg. I also lost my left eye during that. So I'm also actually legally blind also. Um, and that's really where my catalyst came from, like where I came from. Um, you know, I can't say that I've always been 100% comfortable in my body. That would be a very false statement. Everybody goes mm-hmm. through periods of time where they're extremely uncomfortable in their skin. Uh, but I, I was just tired of feeling, feeling that way. Like just feeling like an outsider. I was just tired of feeling that way. So I decided that since I'm on the outside, I'm just going to lay out the red carpet out here and I'm just going to walk out here and do what I do. You know, and if you see me, you see me. If you don't, you don't. But I know that I'm walking on this red carpet. That's all that matters. (laughs) (laughs) And that's really is this is what I look like and I'm choosing not to. Yeah, I'm not hiding in this. I'm wearing what I look like, like diamonds, which is amazing. Yes, it's my accessory. Like I said, I, I, my scars are my accessory. Like I didn't get to choose them, but I wear them well and they are my accessory. And I I honestly don't know who I would be if I was not burned. I have no clue who I would be. I feel like this, um, it, it, it put me in a position where I could help other people and it they it really have put me in positions that I wouldn't have never had the opportunity to be in if I was just a conventional pretty person. Right. So um, I really do appreciate. Uh, I really appreciate. Like I said, everybody has a everybody has a story. Everybody has a journey, and I I appreciate my journey, and um and I'm just I'm just glad to have life. You know. Hmm. Uh, 
it, it, you know, I'm just I'm just glad to have life. So now that I'm here and I'm still here, I just want to make the best of it while I have the time. Because you know, you only mm. go around once. Well, you only remember going around once. You know, I don't know where <laughs> spiritual, <laughs> spiritual thing is, but you only right. you only get to remember one life at a time. So right. You might as well make the best of this one while you have the recollection of being here. <laughs> and I love, and I was doing some research on you, and I've seen you do um, interviews both on, um, like, on TV, and then I saw the article that you wrote, and that's really, you know, until I looked at your Facebook page and your Instagram and saw your very sexy pictures. Um, it kind of all made sense seeing it together. And so this isn't new for you. I, I don't see the interview piece and the motivational speaker piece being something that's new to you. Some of those relationships, did you reach out to some of these other folks to be interviewed or, you know, as you're building this motivational speaking business, how are you approaching that while you're still having a full-time job? Well, I made a video like, in 2014 um because i was a part i was a part of this really really big facebook group it just had a um it had a really big following like millions of followers and mm. um i uh, like i'm not shy at all so you know i did uh <laughs> <laughs> so i i was in the group interacting with the people and then people would go to your profile you know people nosy so if you say something they don't agree with or you know or something they first thing they do is go look at your profile so mm-hmm. they get my profile in the group and they're like well what happened like what happened to you and i i get that question a lot and i kept getting mm-hmm. this question almost every encounter i had in this group with so it's millions of people so just like i'm not going to answer this question a million times <laughs> 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 what I did was I made a video simply um, outlining exactly what happened to me. It's on YouTube. Um, uh, I, I posted that video. I posted it in the group and it that video took off from there. From that video, I had um, a man whose name was Josh. I can't think of his last name, but he was a part of a um, Daily Mail from the UK mm. and yeah. he was like I ran across I had no clue where he found the video but it's on Facebook <laughs> at this time so once you put it on Facebook you have no control where it goes after that yeah yeah it's so, out there in the world it's out there so he found the video he was like I, I found the video I watched the video I'm very interested in your story you mind if I interview sure so uh, I did the interview with him that took off now from there I got interviewed by Ebony Magazine. Um, I was I was online. I didn't make it to the the paper, but I was on there online, and I I trended more than Obama that day. Wow, I did yes, <laughs> and uh, wow. uh, and from there it's just like from there. I try to keep the uh, in 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 social media world. You have to keep the fire going. So yeah. once once the articles start getting shared and things like that. I made sure to make sure I, I posted pictures and things like that. So my, my name didn't die down. So mm-hmm. that's really exact. That's really all I've been doing is just put posting pictures and making sure that my face is out there. And then people find me 
And then they 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 want to know exactly what happened. I've never reached out to anyone personally. Like, hey, do you want to interview? I've never done that. They've always somehow <laughs> been able to find me. Right. Which I, because I don't like, I you know, I don't really like doing things like that. I'd rather people right. come to me anyway. But okay. I don't, I just put the video out there and woke up one day and the rest is history pretty much. Trending higher than a mama. That's crazy. Yes, I was so excited. Well, and what was the group? This was that your, Chow, your story kind of spiraled. Chow, a ratchet group called the High Box. <laughs> Honey, that I got kicked out of that group so many times. It was the author. Do you know who the author Zane is? She makes those like those salacious, uh, like sex sex books. Yes, Zane. absolutely. Of course, that was you Girl, know my was middle school reading under my cover exactly. with a flashlight. Yes, no, shouldn't have been reading this. <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't have been reading it today. But yes, it was her group. So she had a group on Facebook oh. called Hotbox. And she had millions of people in this group. And uh, I got invited. I have no clue. Like, I, it's been so long. Like, that was in 2014. Someone invited, mm-hmm. you know, someone sent you an invite. You accept it. Pretty much exactly. That's how it went. Okay. So in the future, would you want this to be your full-time job? Or you're happy kind of advocating on the side and speaking on the side or what what do you see as your vision for your career I would I would like this to be my full-time I hate to say full-time job because I don't job just sounds like I'm working for somebody <laughs> no j- job means you're being compensated for your time so, you <laughs> so I mean I would like I would like to be able to to do what I love and that feed my family. Hmm. So, yes, I would love to be able to to be put in a position where it is paid. Um, right now, it's not, and I have no worry. I don't have, you know, I don't. It doesn't bother me because you know, at the end of the day, I love it. I love to inspire people. I love to help people. But at the end hmm. of the day, my stomach does growl, and so does my child. So. <laughs> Isn't it weird how that happened? It's it's like every yes. day. <laughs> every day. You gotta feed them every day, multiple times a day. It's so strange. It's yeah, I so just strange. Uh, I interviewed my uh my trainer and he's it's for the money. I do it because I love it. And I'm like, Yeah, but I pay you, so you like it a little bit. Yeah. Can I not pay you next month? <laughs> can I pay you with love? <laughs> right. can, we, can we just hug this out? What's happening? Because <laughs> you just love it, remember? No. Right, yeah. right? No. <laughs> no, he's actually really sweet. And he uh I had signed up for more packages and he was trying to give me a discount. And I'm like, no, man, this is your business. Be compensated no. for your time. So time, yes, yeah. for sure. All right. Well, I see. Do you consider yourself an actor? for people who have experienced burns or is this just kind of, you know, I understand this is your body and you grew up in it, but I imagine with the number of people asking you questions that there's a, did that get you into a larger community or are you just a life and you're just being you? Um, I am just Alyssa 
living my life and um if 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 you are interested in like what I'm doing or like what I'm saying, then you know you you feel free to follow me. But uh, an advocate, I don't know if I want an advocate. I feel like when you're an advocate, you're held to a certain standard, mm-hmm. and um, I don't want to be your role model. Mm. I don't want to be your role. I want, I just want you to be comfortable in your skin. If you're comfortable with yourself, then honey, you don't need a role model. So I don't want to be your role model. I want you to feel like you're a model and you, but yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily want to be a role model because once you're a role model, you can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Because then they start di- they start digging up them posts that you put down in mm-hmm. you know 2011 yeah. when you didn't know any better. I was in high mess in 2011, and I'm a high. You know, I'm in Facebook jail right now, so they shouldn't pull up my Facebook post. <laughs> You're in Facebook jail. What you what happened? Always, I need to stay off Fox News comments. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. I'm, that was exactly I'm what trying. happened, my. Mm-hmm. Because I was, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think I've been on Facebook with any kind of regularity since Trump got elected. Just because I, I, I don't people all day, and that's literally what I was doing. I think I was in even on Instagram. Shape magazine had posted um, an article about like the four black kids you need to know, and it was my fault. I started going through the comments, and you know, Karens were in there like to be black and you know if they were if we said white dietitians it'd be racist and I was in there for a good two days just arguing with white women <laughs> which I didn't have time for but there we were all right I'll ask you one more question um about your burn so I know that I have had people ask me dumb questions about my hair so I can't imagine the sorts of things you get asked when people encounter you what is the absolute dumbest thing anyone has ever asked you about your burns the dumbest questions come from the male species and they're all revolved around sex because men are president what what (laughs) how does that even conversation hi how are you now we've devolved yeah it's just like um it's kind of like, does the carpet match the drapes type of question. Is oh, my goodness. You're burning okay. up there. <laughs> the, is everything okay down there? Type. That's how the question oh. goes. Yeah, we're, we're done here, sir. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> boys, are, boys are dumb. Oh. Men, are pre- like I said, men are predators. They are predators. Uh. <laughs> well, especially it. since you... And I know some of the pictures that you post are, you know, they're they're sexy. It's you and your skin just being you. Mm-hmm. So not that anybody deserves it, but I don't know. I just ugh. and I'm naturally be hot and beautiful right. and be left alone. Right. And I hate to toot my own horn, but I'm naturally sexy. I don't know now how that happened. <laughs> I cannot tell you how that happened, but I've just nat- I just naturally exude that energy and I have no clue why and I don't know how to turn it off it's just <laughs> who I am <laughs> and don't turn it off just work that block button a little bit more often that's so funny 
Right. Like, uh, I really didn't have to block them. They're 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 crazy. Uh, I get a lot of uh, Facebook um, bans from arguing with men. Also, <laughs> good. Tell them tell them about themselves. Yeah. I'm what I'm here for. I'm here. Yeah. If you want to tell me I look beautiful, you're more than welcome to do so. But that's answer. Yes, you can exactly. offer me a compliment. You can offer me a compliment or a job. That's it. That's that right. And I was like, well, send me a picture. Send me a picture that's not on Facebook. Send me some money that's not in my wallet. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Send me some money. Girl. Like y'all don't even come. Y'all don't even come at me right. Like if you gonna come at me like a hoe, hoes get paid. Send me some money. Hey, you know. <laughs> and I haven't been working since January and uh my boyfriend listened to a podcast where one of the female hosts on their OnlyFans page and she makes something like ten thousand dollars a month, but just showing her feet, it's nothing provocative. It's just people like to see other people's feet. So I was like, ooh, could I yes. hmm. <laughs> I mean if, if we're here any if I'm just home and my boobs are just sitting here. Can I turn this into there. <laughs> They're just hanging around. They're not doing much. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, it's extra It's free. I'm going to work hard. Now, <laughs> I, have, I have one. I have an OnlyFans. It's just, it's not all the way running. Uh, yes, I have one. It's not all the way running because I'm trying to wait till I move so I can just be in a better uh, filming environment but mm-hmm. I'm an OnlyFans and I'm excited I'm excited about it to start it alright so and, I, and so that's your move now like, and here's my OnlyFans I'll see you later yes, with a check okay. <laughs> yeah. now, do you cash, want to talk about it or? they get my cash app right now every time they must me cash app this is my cash app <laughs> Now, can you talk about it or are you waiting to launch it? Like what's what's gonna be the feature of your OnlyFans page? Um I think I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I don't think I'm just gonna do what I do now. It's just now I mm. can show my boobs <laughs> and not get <laughs> not get banned. <laughs> and we're clear I'm, about this. I'm just gonna show my boobs. <laughs> It's gonna be you and Amber Rose just in there showing boobs. In there showing boobs. <laughs> I can't wait. Too. <laughs> I can okay. Let me make my first ten. I'm re- I'm retiring right there. I'm I need. There you go. And then we'll build. Launch- this is the seed money for your motivational speaking business. Done. Exactly. Done. Done. And done. done, done. <laughs> well, I think in a that even if you had three wishes, you would you wouldn't wish to have your scars removed. You would wish for a bigger bank account and a bigger butt. Um, yes, but of course, yeah. <laughs> but of course, that was before the pandemic hit. And now that we as a community have changed, have your goals for yourself changed? Have your goals for your motivational speaking business changed? Like, how has the pandemic kind of changed your your view of the world? um the pandemic really not didn't change my view because i've been black in america (laughs) all my life so (laughs) 
as Remind far as to drink. not having access to food, not having access to bare minimum the toiletries and necessity. I am, I am black. That <laughs> is just another Tuesday <laughs> for me. Touché, I, touché. <laughs> I spent most of my time in a pandemic sitting back giggling at these white folks freaking out. <laughs> That's what I spent most of my pandemic is giggling at them. My lord, oh, you, are you new here? Oh, oh. God. oh, so upset about the smallest things. And if I see oh. one more video, I think they just showed one. Was it last week or the week before? Uh, here in Texas who refused to wear her mask going into Nordstrom's rack. And the person at the door said, well, we can't let you in. You're required to wear a mask. And the woman pushed past the store clerk and was like, I belong here or whatever. And the store clerk called the cops. And so she's outside, pop, somebody's taping her. And she's talking about all this mess about God and whatever. And I'm like, is this, first of all, you're about to get arrested. Second, like, is this the biggest fight you had today? Was wearing a mask inside Nordstrom's rack? Sure, <laughs> I think I've seen that one. And like I said, I've just been like I said, I just giggle. I just giggle at their delusions. It is hilarious to me. I I don't get upset because I mean you're if you, you're just gonna be upset if you let it upset you because they're they have they have been who they have been since we've met them. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Since we've encountered them, they have been who they have been. So right. I'm not shocked nor surprised. I just sit back, you know, and I say I I just giggle. I just think it now. I grew up, um, as I was growing up, my mother was a drug addict and it really, you know, I, she'd been a drug addict my whole life. I started going to other people's homes, realizing that everybody lived a little bit differently than we did. <laughs> I was like, oh, your house is different than my house. But you said that your family never treated you any differently, but that you didn't know that you were different until you went to school. So, um so what was that experience like? At what point did you go, oh, well, hey, this is, why is this different here than it is at home? Um, like, well, like I said, my, my family, um, I do, I'm not really close to my family, um, mm. to my mother's side of my family, but that's who I spend most of my time with in my childhood. So I do, I, I do owe a lot of that to them because they did um, a really good, job my mother didn't want to quote unquote handicap me mm. she didn't when before I started school she would go she would talk to these to teachers and tell them do not treat my child any differently than you would anybody else in this in this classroom she does not get any special treatment because she's burned she's she mm. she is a kid like all the other kids in the classroom period mm-hmm. and I I um, I'm, um, I like, I never knew that going to the hospital, you know, I never knew that that was different because my family never acted like that was, and that's all I knew. I was burned mm-hmm. at two years old. I know, I know no other way. So, mm-hmm. um, they, I never, they, I never knew that it was not normal until 
until I had to leave that comfort zone and go outside to school. And when they were like, ew, look at her face. And I'm just like, whose face? Whose face are we talking about? I want to see too. Who's where's the like, space? What's the matter with it? Let me see. Who's face? <laughs> it was my face. It was my face that they were talking about. And I didn't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. and I didn't know. Um, and also also discovered later on down the line that um uh I um, I'm a patient of Shriners Hospital. Shout out to Shriners Hospital. I don't know where I would be if it wasn't for them. Um, but they would go to my schools. Like I started school on the second day of school. I did not know this. I thought my first. I thought it was the first day of school. It's not. I started school <laughs> on the second day of school, and okay. the first day of, the first day of school consisted of the people from Shriners Hospital coming and being like, "Hey, we have this girl coming to y'all school. She looks a little different." She because I had to wear like a mask and iPad. Like mm. I had to prepare these kids. Yeah, for the fact that I was coming to school. So, um, wow. so. I, so Shriners really, they really helped me with that because they came and like prepared the, the kids. So I didn't get really much, I didn't get a lot of issues because they knew I was coming. I I, I wasn't sprung on them and they weren't sprung on me. Um, okay. uh, but that was when I got into older grades. But as like, like when I was like in uh, kindergarten, first grade, they were just like, Dude, like, why do you look like that? I'm like, look like what? What are y'all talking about? I don't know. <laughs> you like, what are we talking about here? Is it because I'm black? Is it because I'm black? Are you racist? What's happening? It's like, what's going on? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> Is it because I'm sexy? So, you? What's happening? Yeah, what's happening? It gotta be because I was too sexy. I mean, it has to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my no, family—they really mm-hmm. did a good job of not making sure I didn't have a complex about it. And I noticed that from one of your videos. I think um, the reporter had interviewed your your siblings, and they were like, "No, Alyssa's just Alyssa all the time, regardless of where she yeah. is. Wherever you put her, she's going to be herself all the time." So, where do you think you got this confidence from? Was it kind of always was it from your family like how do you think you got to be this confident audacious take no shit person that you are today I now like I said I can't say that I was 100% comfortable Mm. with myself um I can I can remember some times where I just wanted to look like the other kids I can I can remember a point. Of, I was very young, but I I still know that I had those feelings at some point in time in my life that I wanted I wanted to just be like everybody else. Um, I can't point where I grew out of that. I'm gonna say it's gonna be around 12, 13 years old around that time where I was just like, okay, there is nothing you can do about there's nothing you can do about what you look like. Like there, you're, there's literally nothing you can do. Like, so either you're just going to get over it or you're not I, just, that's really just how I live my life. Even people are going to like me or they're not. 
and that's really just how I live my life. And I have people who absolutely do not like me, and I have people who love mm-hmm. me. And I just, I, I've, it's never in between with me. Either you gonna rock with me or you ain't. And I just, <laughs> I don't. That's, um, I just, I, I don't have no other way to de- explain it. But I, I just, I, I don't know. I just, I. Guess it was just always in me, really, and it just it just took for mm-hmm. me to bring it out. Um, yeah. But I really wish I try to tell people that confidence can be built. It really can. Mm. You can build mm. it. You can build confidence. Confidence is not something that you're born with. You can work on it and 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 build it every day and i feel like if you build it if you build it from scratch it's a lot harder for somebody to take it away from me mm-hmm. if you if you put your blood sweat and tears and i know i i know i'm the shit i've proven it time and time again nobody can take it from me oh so i'm i'm that, taking notes and i think we just found the uh the t- speaking is <laughs> confidence is built <laughs> Confidence is built. It you can build it. You can definitely build it. Um, yeah, and I feel like, like I said, I feel I feel like if you build it by hand, and it's not something that's, like I said, people who are conventionally pretty have an easier time mm-hmm. uh, having confidence because everywhere they look or everywhere they go, they're put on the somebody else puts them on a on a on a pedestal and they're praised for it but if you have to climb up that pedestal yourself and stand up there it's a lot harder to knock me down because it took it took me a long time to climb my ass up here so you're not just about to knock me back down so i (laughs) i feel like (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is a lot sturdier than than just just having confidence if you build it yourself it's a lot stronger it will stay yeah absolutely yeah I always have there was a a friend of mine that I had in in high school who was just absolutely gorgeous and just kind of have to explain to her like we live in two different worlds I know you don't Mm -hmm. understand this because in your world everybody's nice to you like when you go somewhere and people automatically open doors for you and boys ask you out on dates and people want to help you with your homework like that's not everybody's experience Mm -hmm. (laughs) the world the world seems easy because their experience in the world is very different than than people yes. that don't look like them. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I really do. I, I've I've ran into a couple of conversations about something called pretty privilege, and that's a real mm. thing. Mm-hmm. That is a real thing. There are people. Pretty people do have uh conventionally, like I say, conventionally because I don't like saying pretty because conventionally pretty people conventionally pretty privilege is a thing to have be conventionally pretty and get that privilege is a thing but mm-hmm. you can be unconventionally cute and have a privilege and have privileges mm-hmm. also because I do feel like I'm awarded some privileges uh, just because just of my confidence I really feel like my confidence awards me a lot of privileges it gets me it gets me in the door a lot faster than people who are conventionally cute mm-hmm. in some situations Okay. And for, uh, so you have, 
and yes, I'm do. sure she has no clue that her mama is different. So what do you Why? think for yes, her? Yes, she does. <laughs> does, she? does she? Yes. Yes, she okay. does. Yes, she does. And this is how we found out. <laughs> now, okay. my child, I'm going to send you some pictures. My child is the spitting image of me as a kid, as a baby. Before I was burned, she looks, mm-hmm. my baby pictures and her baby pictures are almost, you can't even fit, tell the difference between the two. So how we found out is my grandma pulled out a, a photo album of me as a baby. And my child, she's like, oh, that's me. She's pointing, she's pointing at the picture saying, oh, mommy, look, that's me. That's me, mommy. And we're like, no, that's not you. That's mommy. She's like, no, that's not you. That's not you. (laughs) So we flip further down into the photo album. And then now I'm burned at this time. And she's like, that's you. That's you right there. (laughs) That's you. (laughs) But that back there, that's me. Yeah, that don't, that's no, that, nah, that don't look the same. No. <laughs> nah, that's you. <laughs> so, so what does she understand about she what just happened to know, you? Uh, she knows that mommy was burned uh, by the stove and she is to stay away from the stove. That's pretty much the gist of what she knows. She knows that mommy was hurt by the stove and we don't go around the stove unless we're with an adult. It goes back to the question of for you, um, having your scars was totally normal Mm -hmm. to you. So until you got out into the world, you had no Mm -hmm. idea that it was different. And that's going to be her experience too. Like she grows up with you every day. So that's not, that's not strange to to her. But at some point, somebody will let her. Let her know. That is kind of, you know, that's a good question because if she didn't know that I was burned, then I feel like that I could, I could answer that more clearly because she would be shocked because Mm. she just doesn't understand. But the fact that she understands that this picture of mommy and this picture of mommy are two different pictures. She looks different. She knows that I'm different and um, she, but she also knows that it doesn't affect me and I don't care. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna need you to be a motivational speaker, like with notes, <laughs> take lessons on this confidence. Let's go. I'm gonna need you to do this sooner, Alyssa. <laughs> I, I know. I really. I just. I I don't I don't know where to start, and I went and I know, and I I hate to make this like. A thing, but if 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 maybe I really feel like if my if my skin was lighter, my mm. curl texture was a little looser, and my ass mm. was a lot finer, <laughs> I would have <laughs> I would have been there by now. <laughs> it all comes back to the ass. If only she that had ass. ass. <laughs> that booty. I want it so bad. I want it so bad in my head. I am a stack bbw like in my head <laughs> that's what i am i am a bbw in my head i just want to be a bbw and they want to be skinny i'm like baby i'm gonna be you i want all i want i want that jiggle like you i'm just a sack of bones i want to jiggle i want to jiggle i just want a little jiggle that's it i don't want oh more. my gosh 
see now I'm trying to undo my jiggle and you want it. We need to have I want it for a program, like a jiggle donation yeah, I program. I done, I done researched it and you can't do it. You can only get donated fat from your identical twin, baby. I done researched it. No. I done researched, like, I need, I don't have the fat. Can I borrow it from somebody else? And science say oh you can't. Oh, stupid. I mean, thank you, science, for the vaccine, but we don't thank you for not right. making this happen. I, I don't know. Maybe they need to add it with some stem cells or something. I don't even care. Just give me <laughs> I just want that. Oh, I'm hilarious. All right. Pretend I'm going to put you on the spot. I didn't, I didn't give you this as a uh, prompt. So let's pretend this is the final two minutes of your seminar, your motivational you have a packed house full of people of all shapes, colors come to see you. What is the last two minutes of your speech? What would you want everybody to know? The last two minutes of my speech would be um, Ooh, like I come off the head every time. My last two, That's my perfect. last two minutes of speech would be like, look, we only we only awarded a certain amount of fucks to give. Like, do you really, really, <laughs> really, really want to waste your fucks on somebody who's not even fucking you? Like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> If you logically think about it, you care about someone who's not there. They don't bring you any pleasure and they don't bring you any financial like gain. And you let these people really, really determine how you feel about yourself. Just logically think about it. It doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense. (laughs) So the just the quicker you can wrap your head around the fact that you are wasting your life based off people who are more, probably more miserable than you are. It, 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 it's just life is a lot easier. The load is a lot lighter. Thank you and good night. <laughs> Thank you and good night. I'll, I'll be I'll be signing books over here to the left. You can buy my merch. <laughs> right. Merchandise. Four twenty merchandise over here. So let if you want to <laughs> if you want to join the hot box over here on the right. <laughs> We didn't, and we didn't talk about that. So you did mention to me that you are an advocate of marijuana use and for it to be legal and all of that good stuff. How does that fit into, how does that fit into, I think it's less taboo now. I don't know if it's the pandemic, but you know, as you start talking to people, I'm realizing I'm talking to, oh yeah, I, I, that's what I do at the end of the day. My five o'clock comes around and. No, it don't don't have nothing to do with the pandemic. It is just accepted by the majority. So it's just more accepted by uh, the clear folks. So then again, it's accepted by everybody. Ain't got nothing to do with the pandemic. (laughs) They started making money. Uh, they start making money on it and they start putting it out there. They stop saying that, you know, I was a drinker from. 18 to 21 drunk just mm. all the time. Mm. All the time. Mm-hmm. Um, 21 
drinking was born at that time because I was le- it was legal. I can legally buy it. It wasn't fun. <laughs> wasn't fun anymore. I didn't get the fun. Um, right. But how, how I started smoking, how I found marijuana, I was going through a breakup. My first breakup. Like mm-hmm. I live with man. Like this was my first real serious breakup relationship. Mm-hmm. And I was just oh, no. so down. Oh, I was just so down and dark. And my my best friend was like, girl, smoke this blunt. Hit this blunt. Girl, shit. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing you cry. <laughs> See, my <laughs> girlfriends gave me ice cream and cheesecake, but I like your well, friends better. Yeah. My girl was like, I'm, I'm sick of hearing this. Here, hit this. <laughs> just close your mouth. <laughs> just, just take a nap. <laughs> and once I once I hit it and literally it changed my life. I really did. Like I I've never been so more relaxed and I've never Mm. just been so just didn't care. Just didn't give just if it wasn't a port, if it wasn't important, it doesn't linger when you're high. Mm. If that makes sense. Mm. No, that makes absolute sense (laughs) for sure. If if it's not important, it won't even stay in your mental when you, when you, when you hit that or you eat that edible, even though edibles don't work for me. Mm -hmm. Boo. But uh, that, but that, hurt, that was just hurt my stomach. I can't find one that either either hurts my stomach and I end up feeling, you know, you got bubble guts or I take too much. And, you know, I think the last time I did it, we were on vacation in Jamaica and I think I took some and it was like giggle, 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 sleep. <laughs> and I don't get that no effect. No, no bubble gut, no sleep, no nothing. I get nothing. I just get that nasty ass taste in my mouth. For no reason. Mm. Literally nothing happens for me. I don't know why. I think maybe my metabolism's too high and it's just burning everything off before before it can get to the good places. I have no clue, but it, it really upsets me. So maybe if one of your, the listeners will hear this and give me some advice <laughs> on what to do to feel an I just want to know what that feels like. I have yet to experience that. And I'm so jealous. Well, if people want to contact you, where can they find you? Where can they find you on Facebook, Instagram? Where can they find you to hear your story, see your second, find your OnlyFans, and give you advice? Well, you can, all that's on Instagram. You can find me um, at Alyssa-McDonald-2, because, yes, it is my legal name. Don't ask me why. I don't know. <laughs> um, from there, point you can find my Facebook. From there, uh, if I'm not in Facebook jail, you know, can't can't always promise that I'm not locked up. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, um, on um, YouTube. Just type it. I wear my flaws like diamonds. If you type, you can Google me, honey. You can just Google me. Mm-hmm. I'm Googleable. Yep. Yeah. That's how I find yeah. you. Yeah, you can surely Google me. I love saying that. Yeah, I'm Googleable now. And that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs>